0: Good morning. This is Tuesday. Maybe Tuesday's a good day for you. It means we're working our way through the week. We're delighted that you could be with us. Boy, July is almost gone. Today is July 28th. And we are working our way down through July. And soon it'll be August and children are supposed to be going back to school. It'll be interesting to see what happens, won't it? And how people and parents respond. sending their children back. Today I'd like to look at Titus. Titus is just a little book. Titus and beginning in the third chapter. I would like to just share this little bit with you. Titus chapter 3 verse 3 and following. At one time, we too were foolish, disobedient, deceived, and enslaved by all kinds of passions And pleasures we lived in malice and envy being hated and hating one another but when the kindness and love of God our Savior appeared he saved us not because of the righteous things we had done but because of his mercy he saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal of the Holy Spirit by the Holy Spirit whom he poured out on us generously through Jesus Christ our Savior so that having been justified by his grace we might become heirs having the hope of eternal life what a powerful thing it talks about Jesus being substitute he was a substitute for us on the cross and he paid for us in his great mercy and love for us, paid for our sins. We were lost. We were goners. It's the great theme of the gospel, the great, beautiful story of the gospel. There was a young man who was working and he needed to raise money for tuition to go to school and to go to college. And he looked and looked. He, he asked the Lord to please find him a way that he could have a ministry. He wanted to have a ministry during the summer. And he asked, Lord, please help me find a position in a church or something where I can have a ministry. So time came, summer came, no job, no job whatsoever. Nothing opened up. So then he said, I've got to find a job. And again, looking, looked in the one ads, he looked everywhere. Finally, in in Chicago, he found a job where he could drive bus. On the south side of Chicago, yes, the same place where they're having all the racial problems and and the shootings and so forth on the south side of Chicago. So um, he knew it was be a dangerous, but he desperately needed the work, and he asked the Lord to be with him. So he went and he started driving bus. Well, pretty quickly, the uh, some gangs they saw that there was a young man there that was. Uh, taking um, they could take advantage of. And so they began to get on the bus and ride for free. They wouldn't pay. And they made all kinds of snide remarks about him and the people and intimidated him. And, and um, after quite a number of times of this, he said he'd, he'd had enough. And so what he did was he, he saw as he was pulling up, there was a policeman. And as these guys were riding, he saw a policeman standing on the corner. And so he... Um, stopped and opened the bus and told the policeman what was happening. And so the policeman came in and he gave citations to all those and uh, orders for them to show up in court. And um, so then the policeman got off and after they went down, continued on one around the corner, this gang came up and they beat the tar out of him. When he, he was unconscious, finally he woke up in his bus, the bus was empty. He was missing a couple of teeth. He had two big swollen eyes and he finally was able to get up enough that he could drive the bus back to the terminal they gave him the weekend off and so he went back to that same policeman and he said to that policeman these are the boys the same ones the same gang members that did this to me and um, they had him arrested well they came up for their hearing and the hearing came and the um, young man had his uh, attorney, and there were the other attorney that was representing the men, and they came to court and him the judge. And so it was a hearing. And uh, as it got started, the young man saw them sitting over there and he had a change of heart. And he, he asked the court if he could uh, speak to the judge. And the judge says, all right, what do you have to say? And he says, well, this is what I'd, I'd like you to add up all the days that these young men need to spend in jail. Add them all up. And then I would request that you put me in the jail in their place and I will serve their time. Well, this shocked the judge. It shocked the attorneys and the young men that were sitting there, the young gang members, their mouths hanging open as they couldn't believe what was happening and that this fellow would do that. And the judge says, well, we can't do that. We've never had anything like that before. We can't have somebody going in and serving like that. And the young man says, oh yes, we have. And the judge says, well, when? And so the young man shared with him how Christ had paid for our sins on the cross. He had been our substitute. He had been substituting for our sins, for our evilness and wickedness, and how he paid the price that we could be free. Well, what happened was that the uh, young men still had to serve their time. But it opened the door for this young man to have a ministry in the jail. And he went into those young men, those young gang members, and led many of them to know Jesus as their savior. It was the opening thing, con- the context of his love and share- sharing and his willingness to go to jail for them certainly touched their hearts. Willing to be the substitute. What a fabulous, fabulous teaching of Christ, what a fabulous teaching of scripture. And what an example for us. Greater love hath no man than this. And he laid down his life for his friends. And Jesus certainly did that for us. And for us to do a loving kind for others. Dear Lord, I thank you for this example of this young man who laid down his life. He would have gone to jail and served the time and let these others go free. But your hand was in all of it. And so he was put into the ministry far different than he expected of going into the jail and leading those young men to Christ, many of them accepting you as their savior. It opened the door because he turned hate into love and Lord, we need to turn our hatefulness into love as well. Love for others. Be with us today in this stressful time in which we are in with the pandemic and with the tensions across our country. Elections coming up, we ask you to guide. You know the future. You set them up. You put them down. We lean on your grace and mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, have a good day. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow.